And welcome back, everybody, to WTL. That stands for Where's the Line? Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host, Andy Class, and joined by Jabron, oh, <laughs> the Paulay Pounder. You got it. We're back. We're back. <laughs> and we. Now, are you gonna? You got multiple parlays. You're just gonna hit us with one. I mean, like, I, th- I think I'm gonna do a college football one because it's a big slate of college football this weekend, yes, and then I might do a player prop NFL one at the end. I like that. See, we're adding suspense at the top. <laughs> yes, and we're gonna we're gonna fulfill that. No doubt at the about bottom it. Bottom of the no oh, doubt about okay. it. Okay, all right. Well. <laughs> We have Thursday night football yeah. on Amazon. Everybody's got to be well aware of what's going on now. Amazon is yeah. streaming gotta service. Be prime members. Yes, yes, yes. And we have the Tennessee Titans. Mm-hmm. They're three and four, taking on the four and three Steelers. The Steelers are a slim two and a half point favorite, right off that key number of three. Yeah. Really low total here. That over under is at 37. I guess this all makes sense. I mean, Tennessee, though, don't they got some issues at quarterback? Well, you could call it savior or issues because they have been really struggling yeah. all year with the quarterback position, obviously. Yeah. Will Levis came in last week and, you know, really shined. He wasn't supposed to, yeah. you know, come in there and be, you know, the savior and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it was a fun story. It, it is. Um, I don't believe that's going to be apparent <laughs> here. Um, but. To be honest with you, Pittsburgh was a three and a half point favorite when I saw this earlier in the it, week. Yeah, it opened it, at three and a half. Uh, I think a lot of people are on the Will Levis train. I just don't like him in this particular matchup. His first, you know, primetime game in front of everybody. And this Steelers defense, yes, it's given up a lot of yards. Gave up 377 yep. yards last week, but they still had three takeaways. Uh, so mm, I really like yeah. uh, TJ Watt in the Steelers defense to really get after him. Yeah. And I, I, if it's under three, I really like the Pittsburgh Steelers here, especially check, at home. Checking the old Pittsburgh uh, injury list here. Yeah. And if, uh, if, if he's on it, uh, then yeah, all bets are out the window. But, For sure. But, uh, no, you still got Watt in there, so that, that should be good. And it, it's not like uh, Coach Tomlin and those guys forgot how to coach defense. No, you, no. You know, and this is a rookie quarterback in a rookie spot here. Riding maybe a little too high. Yeah, just on one win over the Atlanta Falcons, yeah. which are having huge quarterback troubles of themselves. <laughs> um, you know, Tennessee hasn't been giving up crazy points this year, but they've surrendered more than 16 points, uh, you know, just so. Uh, more than 16 points just once. So um, oh, wow. th- this this probably going to be a lower-scoring game, run-heavy. That's why I have a huge prop here, Andy, that I'm going to lay a lot of money on. Najee Harris over 45.5 yards rushing as at a plus 105 right now. So that's okay. plus money for Najee Harris. I know he hasn't been you know running up the scoreboard this year, but 45 is a low total number, and yeah. I believe he's going to get a lot of carries in this game when it's going to be yeah. a knockout, drag-out, run type of style game. So I like Najee over 45 and a half. Yeah, and Kenny Pickett, the young quarterback for Pittsburgh, yeah. who, you know, hasn't been lighting the world on fire, but he is at least giving you some stability and for we've sure. seen flashes of greatness. We'll say that. Yeah. Uh, but he just came off the injury list. Well, he's still on it. He's just been upgraded to probable. Yeah. He's so playing. that lends its hand to it's going to be kind of funny to watch because it's a Thursday night game for one. Yeah. So you already got a watered down, usually a watered down <laughs> play yeah. call list, right? Yep. A shorter list. Yep. Uh, and you got two offenses here where their best hand. And 
the best card they can play is the running game. So yeah. it's going to be like Derrick Henry's enforcing his will on no, 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 no. Najee Harris is doing the same thing. It's going to be two teams just, just button heads, <laughs> not trying to put the ball in the air that much. Uh, running the ball you know, back Kenny and forth. can do that, and Will Levis is going to try and do that as well. But I really do believe this boils down to the running backs. That's why another prop that you kind of have to eye is Derrick. Henry, anytime touchdown is at a plus 160. I like that. That's a good one as well. I like that one. I'm on the running backs for this game, but if I had to back a team, it's the Steelers at home by two and a half points. I like that too, especially on a short week. This just seems like a a place where Tomlin thrives. For sure. Where it comes down to, you know, coaching here and there. He seems to have the pedigree and the track record. He does. Real quick, what do you think of that total? I know it's low and we got two teams we made a case for it, but it's only 37. It's only 37. Uh, Two two of the. Iowa Hawkeyes aren't playing in this game. (laughs) Some are. But yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's really low, Andy, but I do believe that this is going to be a low-scoring affair. Yeah. I think I'm going to sidestep this one, but if okay. I had to lean, it would be on the under, just because I believe it's yeah. going to be run-happy, run-often, punt, 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 yeah, yeah. not a lot of scoring. That's that's kind of how I'm viewing this one as well. Yeah. You know, Maybe if it jacks up a little bit, which I don't think that's going to happen, maybe right. then I can get it on, but I don't feel good about that. I just don't have, you know... I don't like either of these offenses well enough to put up yeah. touchdowns. Yeah. And, you know, even though 37 is low, you still have to have touchdowns to get there. Right. So, yeah, that's what it is. And we saw a high-flying offense not score a touchdown, like, for the first time in eight years. We're going to talk about them right now. Let's do it. This is a really fun game. Saturday night, NFL football yeah. in Germany. Germany. Frankfurt, Germany is going to be hosting. This might be the game of the year thus far. Yeah. The Miami Dolphins <clears> sitting <throat> at 6-2, and two, taking on the Kansas City Chiefs, who were alluding to yeah. also sitting on six and two record just came off a loss Patrick Mahomes first loss ever to Denver yeah uh, and it, it was something crazy like that. first time in like seven or eight years they hadn't scored a touchdown under Andy Reid yeah unbelievable stuff it was crazy um so we're looking at Kansas City as a one and a half point <gasps> Whoa, I'm looking at one point now. Yeah, it's um, pretty much going to be a pick yep, game. Yep, it's moved it, down. It, you know, it started at, you know, three towards the Chiefs, but yeah. everybody that was looking at this line knew that if you're getting points, especially a field goal by the Dolphins, you're yeah. loading up on the Dolphins. Uh, like you said, Kansas City Chiefs looked terrible last week they against, uh, you know, a pretty mediocre Denver Broncos team. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, I mean, the Dolphins are the best offensive team in the league in my assumption, uh, and now they're coming together defensively as well. The Dolphins' pass rush is improving. Now the secondary is added. Jalen Ramsey, probably the yep. best corner in the NFL, yep. and I'm going to assume that Xavier Howard is good to go as well. Yes, the Kansas City Chiefs are great and should be favored on reputation alone, Andy, but uh, still the Dolphins with a free point. Uh, I I just like I love the Dolphins here. Howard, the cornerback, yeah. uh, has been bumped up to questionable. Yeah. So yeah, all signs are pointing towards he should be able to go here. And yeah, more corners, more safeties. That's always good when you're <laughs> playing, sure. uh, especially uh, the Chiefs, Kansas City team. The look ahead line was actually at minus five and a half. So yeah, that just came screaming down for sure. Uh, I'm looking at a consensus one point. So yeah, basically a pick them. Uh, that over unders at fifty and a half. <laughs> You know, the over, right? Yeah. <laughs> the over yeah. is what you got to be looking at. No, you, you really do, Andy. But it I has think been bet can, down. It's yeah, been bet down to for 50 sure. and a half. But you got to, yeah, you got to be careful. Like we said with the, with the Dolphins defense, you know, you know, surging and the Kansas City offense not playing well. That's why people are betting it down. Yeah. That's why people are going with the under. Yeah. They don't believe that the Kansas City Chiefs can score points right now. Yep. And 50 is a lot of points, especially you're traveling over the pond, over to Germany. Yep. Uh, everybody's going to have you know jet lag or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I do like the under here, Andy. I, everybody's gonna, everybody's going to be screaming at me, okay. going over, going over, yeah. going over. But I do Life's like too the, short to bet the under. Right. I do like the <laughs> under here if I'm leaning away just because I do believe that you know each team probably has two to three touchdowns, mm-hmm. but 50 points is a little bit more than that. It's a tricky spot because Kansas City's offense, uh, they're only averaging 25 points per game. Yeah. Uh, so they're doing their half. I mean, that gets you to that 50. It does. Right? Miami, on the other hand, they're averaging 35 points per game. So that gets you there. It does get you there. And it's I, I just feel like defenses in the NFL, aren't their numbers kind of skewed? If you have a great offense, it puts that defense in such an advantage, more so than in college in yeah. my mind, to where yeah, for years and years uh, when the Patriots really had it going yeah. and the Indianapolis Colts really had it going, their defenses were always ranked in the top 10, top 5, and it's like, they're not that good. It, it's the offense putting them in a spot where the, no the who they're playing is predictable. Exactly. So I know Kansas City has this great defense, but I just don't put as much stock in their numbers. So I think these are two offensive teams yeah. that are going to be crossing the pond, and they're going to be putting on a show. I mean, they're supposed to be putting on a show. That's why this game is scheduled in Germany. These yeah. are two of the best teams in the NFL. They say, go get us fans over there. Go get yep. you know, yep. get the ball to put Kelsey. Get, to, you know, get the ball to all these superstars that are playing this game. Give it to Tyreek. So, no, I believe that everybody's going to be on this over. I just don't see it happening with the way that the Kansas yep. City Chiefs are struggling and the Miami Dolphins are playing on defense right now. Okay, let's move on to a Sunday noon kickoff. Let's do it. Uh, got a little bit of time here. Let's talk about the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. God, you feel bad for Kirk Cousins. You do. Kirk O'Chains, Kirk Cousins with that injury. <clears throat> Taking on the Atlanta Falcons. They are sitting at 4-4. Four and four. Two teams that are at 4-4. Four and four. Yeah. However, the Falcons are a 4.5 point favorite. Another really low total, which that makes sense when you look at all the injuries yeah. here, especially on offense for these two teams, at 37. Yeah, Andy, the first thing you got to get out is the quarterback situation for both teams. Yeah. Desmond Ritter, he's benched for the Atlanta Falcons. Taylor Haneke, yep. if you remember the uh, flash-in-the-pan guy for the Washington Commanders, Commanders the yep. few past years that has came in and been pretty dang good mm-hmm. uh, in, in you know, won a playoff game, yep. all that kind of stuff. So he is, you know— uh, you know, serviceable at quarterback, and it does seem that the Atlanta Falcons yeah. do have some good pieces that they can, you know, put up some points. Yeah. On the other hand, Andy, the Vikings' new quarterback, Joshua Dobbs, that they just traded for, yep. is not likely to play in no. this game. No, he's not. Um, so, with all that, you know, you kind of throw it together. It's a trap shoot, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Atlanta is only. They've only covered in one of their last seven games yeah. against the spread. Minnesota, on the other hand, they have covered four of their last five games, and everybody's always seems to be so underwhelmed by the Vikings. <clears throat> yeah. um, I'm not, and it's just, it's God, I just feel so bad for Cousins. Yeah, you know, you do. He finally won that, got that monkey off his back, won a primetime game, had a high-flying offense, and everyone took notice, like, oh, my God, his stats really are. He really is the second best, you know, yeah, you know, sure. leading passer, leading touchdowns, and all that stuff. Wholeheartedly. Um, so... I'm going Minnesota. I like Minnesota. Four and a half points. They (laughs) can do that. I I just, I really Too many many injuries on offense? Too many injuries on offense, Andy. Like we said, Jaron Hall will be the starter for the Minnesota Vikings. Product out of BYU. Never played in the NFL before. Uh, I don't believe this is a good good spot for him. I do believe Taylor Haneke is a (sighs) way better quarterback at this point in his career in the NFL. Give me Atlanta Falcons by a touchdown in this game just because... Just injuries, just injuries. Those offensive but injuries if you're, too if much. you're doing anything in this game, most likely everybody sidestepping this game, including me. 
<laughs> go with the under. Under 37 points. These, okay. We're talking about yeah. that first game. Yeah, yeah. We're talking like about that. the Tennessee Titans and the Steelers going under. At least yeah. those guys have played in the NFL. Right. These two teams are brand new to everything. Jaron Hall, like we yeah. said, first game ever. Taylor Henneke, first game ever with the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. Uh, under 37 points is the play here. And Taylor Henneke's hot right now. He uh, just won uh, Halloween. Did you see that? I did not. So uh, his wife <laughs> was dressed up as like a car and a really good looking gal, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she had really bright headlights on, and they were on. <laughs> yeah, Let yeah, me tell yeah. you, they were bright. Yeah. And he was a deer, and he was just caught in the headlights. So That's they were, pretty dang good. It was pretty good, pretty clever. Um, so he did win Halloween. Right. Maybe he'll just run that uh, I, I that momentum that into this happen. game. Yep. Okay, I there think we that go. that will happen. In hot Atlanta. Hot, hot, hot. <laughs> so you heard the horn, so we're up against it. Take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is the Nebraska Brewing Company. We've been enjoying the Pickle Punch. Says pickle a fight. Pick, pickle fight, a pickle punch to your throat. Yes. It's a flavorful, zesty ale that boasts a bold, briny pickle flavor. We can attest to that. That is the best pickle beer on the market. Best thing for <laughs> Bloody Marys in the world. Pickle fight, check it out. I would have to agree. Nebraska Brewing Company, world class in every glass. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL. Where's the line? Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host, Andy. Class enjoyed by Jabron. Oh, the Parley <laughs> Pounder. You got it. You got it. <laughs> All right. We talk a little NFL. Yeah. Let's shift gears a little bit, talk some college football. Let's do it. I, I guess a ranking came out uh, recently and it has <laughs> yeah. some people uh, kind of riled up here. Exactly, yeah. The the ranking, the college football playoff <laughs> ranking. And yes, a couple teams were not happy with their spots in it, but uh, I, I just do love this, Andy, because you know, it gets people in such a riot yeah. so quickly in the right. year. Yeah. And it, it doesn't matter right now. It yeah, does not matter. True. If you're undefeated, you're in the running. You can be top four if you want to, but yeah. if you're undefeated, you're still in the running. I, I, don't, I don't get why people get so riled up about the first yeah. college football playoff ranking. And you can kind of see, like, and we'll dive into it, but yeah. but you can you can see where okay, well if that's your criteria, well then why is this team ahead of that team? Like what, <laughs> yeah. what are we talking about? What are we here? talking about? We're splitting um, hairs here. Yeah, and and I I always you know I've always looked at the odds to yeah. make the playoff and win the playoff, and if I'm just looking at those, those guys have a little bit of a discrepancy or yeah, they so, do. a few differences. So let, let's go get right into yeah, it. Yeah. So so it came out Ohio State's in the top spot. They are in the number one. They're in the driver's seat. Yeah, uh, no surprise there. I don't think, even though some people, uh, for sure, national not. writers, that they're they're throwing some shade towards yeah. the Buckeyes. Uh, number two is Georgia. Number three, Michigan. Number four, Florida State. Right off the top, my initial reaction is. Everybody's saying how bad the Big Ten is, especially the Big Ten West. Yeah, and they're really in the driver's seat to put two teams in the playoff. For sure, they are. That's what I. That's my first read. That, here. That's your first read, Andy. And yeah, obviously, you know, with this ranking, you know, the statement wins go a, a go a long way. Yeah, obviously, they should. you know, the selection well, committee holds you know higher ranked opponents, yeah. you know, big time. Ohio State has two top 15 wins already yeah. against number 11 Penn State and number 15 Notre Dame at the time. On help, the road, that Notre Dame game was impressive. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So help boost the Buckeyes to that top spot. Uh, you know, in Georgia, like you said, right on their heels because, uh, you know, Florida? 
Florida's their best win, right? Exactly. They're Florida, and uh, their next three games are against CFP ranked teams. You know, starting with num- number twelve Missouri, and followed by yeah. number ten Old Miss and number seventeen Tennessee. So yeah. these guys will play those ranked opponents. Now, Michigan. The reason that they're all mad is because you know they're leading, mm-hmm. you know, in you know yards and all this kind of stuff, and just it's just what it is, yeah. and beating the crap out of everybody they played. But yeah. their best win, Andy, is against a six and two. Rutgers team. Oh, I which, thought it was Nebraska. Yeah, barely no. got bias at home. Yeah, barely got bias. <laughs> uh, but you know, th- there's there's no reason that the Michigan Wolverines should be mad at this ranking or even mad at their position, right? Especially with all the hoopla that's going on around there. You know, college football program right now. So I uh, can't I, see the force from the trees. They exactly. can see the other team's play calls, but they can't see the force <laughs> from the trees. Exactly. So I don't get why people are up in arms. They're going to have a chance to prove it. Obviously, yeah. Michigan has Penn State and Ohio State left on their schedule. So no matter what, this mm-hmm. is all going to play out in the end. Yeah. So I don't get the controversy. Uh, the thing with Michigan, they all, the, the only thing that they all always have to go back on is they beat Ohio State the last two years. Right. It doesn't matter. It's 2023. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Right. You play ranked opponents early in the year, you'd be bumped up. Doesn't matter, though. You got two hugely yeah. ranked opponents in Penn State and Ohio State left on the schedule. I, I really feel the. Okay. And then, okay, give me your thoughts on Florida State, real Well, Florida State, you know, you kind of had to put them in there just because they're undefeated and they've played some. Yeah. Dang good competition, Andy. They win it. Uh, LSU. LSU number five. On a neutral field. On, and they were number five at the time. Blew yeah. them out 45 yep. to 24. Yep. Also beat Duke a couple weeks ago when they were ranked 16th in the nation. Yep. So it, 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 for Florida State, they just got to keep a hold of the wheel right now, and they're going to be in the conversation. And their next four games to get in the college football playoff is probably the easiest across the country mm-hmm. just playing in the ACC. They got Pitt, they got Miami, they got North Alabama, and yeah. then they got Florida at the end of the year. So that's really going to be the decider game yeah. in my mind, Andy. They're playing the SEC opponent, Florida, at the end of the year to get in the college football playoff. Yep. I don't believe they're going to be able to do it, but... Uh. <laughs> uh, the, with all these teams, fate's in their hand. Florida State probably has the second best resume, if you ask me. Yeah, that, that win over LSU on a neutral field, uh, I think they should be too. You can make the argument that Georgia or Michigan or both could be behind Washington right now because Washington beat Oregon. Yeah, exactly. Andy. Like uh, it's it's just what it is. Those that's wins why, that's for why Michigan, Washington's in the spot that they are is that fifth. they it, it, yep. because they have that. Uh, yep. Win against Oregon at home, though. It's not too zany where all teams are at least 8-0 right now, including Washington yeah. sitting at the 5-hole. They're they're in the 5-spot right now. Uh, but I think a strong case could be made that uh, Washington deserves to be there right now yeah. before Michigan, before Georgia, and Florida State should probably be at, at worst number 2 here. Yeah, I think that's where the, the most of the gripes are coming from, uh, unless you're you know tuned into an SEC channel or network and they're saying, well, Georgia's been ranked number 1 all year. They <laughs> should be number one what did they do they should be and michigan fans are the same way exactly andy the reason that you're seeing that is like you said washington they have the front runner for the heisman Penix jr just blowing people away isn't anymore um, but uh the the only reason that they're not ranked up there is they only have one 
game against a ranked opponent, and that wow. is Oregon, another Pac-12 team. So yeah. that's the, that's the reason. Uh, and like you said, against Georgia, they're the defending national champions. Uh, you know, that's what happens yeah. is you get a little bit of bias, but they still have a ranked win over Kentucky when they, they were ranked. So it's mm-hmm. pretty much split in hairs at this point. Yeah. you got to give the edge to Georgia because they've been there, and the Pac-12 doesn't carry its weight as much as it probably should in this college football playoff. The Pac-12, I mean, from top to bottom, they're looking really solid this year. So that whole strength of schedule stuff, you know, it's like, okay, well, if that's the criteria, why isn't Washington, you know, in the top four right now? Yeah. But it will will have an opportunity to play itself out. I will say the committee got this right. Washington's five. Oregon is six. No doubt. Seven to one. I mean, head there, to head, right? The, exactly. And there's the two Pac-12 teams, Andy, and they are going to have their chances to be in it, so, obviously. So then they got this right. Seven is Texas. Yes. And eight is Alabama. No okay, doubt. Texas beat Alabama. For sure. Right? Well, then why is Oklahoma at nine, <laughs> two, a spot, an entire spot when behind? They, when they Te- won the Red R- River rivalry. Right. Yeah. The, yeah, the shootout. Just call it a shootout. We're, yeah. You know, well, I don't I don't care. You know, that doesn't seem to offend me too much. <laughs> or our listening audience, I don't believe. No doubt. Um, so anyhow, uh, if you're talking head-to-head and it means so much, well, then Oklahoma should be ahead of Texas. Texas should be ahead of Alabama. <laughs> uh, and then and then it will sort itself out. The, yeah. the same argument as Michigan shouldn't be mad or Georgia shouldn't be mad. Well, then we then then stick with that yeah. and have the top 10 rounded out the way it should be if we're counting head-to-head as such a thing. Yeah, I just think it's because that Red River rivalry game was, you know, kind of just, a, like you said, a shootout, back-and-forth game, back-and-forth, yeah. back-and-forth. It was. And it's a rivalry game when you come down to it. So yeah. I believe everybody believes that Texas is still the better team and the better national powerhouse, yeah. uh, you know, accustomed to Oklahoma. So I do understand the ranking there. And, you know, Alabama, they're never going to be too far down the list, and they have a very good shot at making this playoff yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I I see what you're saying, though. Okay, so real quick, I just opened up the Warhorse yeah. uh, betting app here, and we're talking about the discrepancy between um, the the rankings yeah. and the odds. Yeah. So right now, to just take the whole thing down, if you want to bet a futures yep. uh, at Warhorse Casinos, which uh, Wednesday they just opened up their second sports book in Omaha. Yeah. I was on hand for that occasion. That was really cool. Cool. Lincoln in Omaha. Lincoln in Omaha. Grand Island has a sports book now. So yes. yeah, we're we're getting her done. We're doing it. Uh at the top of that board is Michigan with a plus two fifteen bet to win it all. Georgia's yeah. right behind him at plus two seventy. Florida State at plus seven hundred is in the three hole. Yeah, yeah. Then you have Ohio State at plus eight hundred, followed by Alabama. So that's not that's not what they have done yet, like yeah. what this ranking should be. For this sure. is projecting out there, and I feel like the rankings that we got project too much, and that's where this—that's where these people, these—that's what odds makers do. Exactly. That's what's supposed to be on the books. Yeah. When we're talking about a body of work that's been done though already, that's you know the haze in the barn. It's then, the yeah, opposite. Yeah, yeah. Then then Florida State should probably be up a couple spots. Ohio State as well. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> yeah. But, in uh, Washington, but that's yeah. that's not what this is. No, that's not this plus the, money. These are the real rankings. Yeah, when you yeah, see yeah. stuff at the sports book, these are the guys that study in and out what's going on. Yeah. Who's got a better chance against this team? Who's got a better chance against this team? Now with Michigan being that top, you know, plus two twenty five, plus two fifteen at most books. Yeah, yeah. I do believe that's a little reach because of. Yeah. 
you know, the they body play, of work. They got to play Ohio State too. And Penn State. But yeah. uh, no, so when you're talking about, you know, bang for your buck, Andy, right now, I like the Washington plus 1400. Is is a very good you know sprinkle a little bit on them because yeah. they can win their next three games and be in this college football playoff uh, again. I like that. Alabama has a very good shot at making it as well if they can close down this season. Uh, and my third one is that Ohio State team. They're plus seven hundred. That is huge yeah. bang for your yeah, buck yeah. Yep. when you've already got two top fifteen matchups in your back pocket. We know yeah. that they're real. We yeah. know that they're going to play Michigan close, if not win that game. So I really like those three bets. Most of all, Ohio State. I do too. Yeah, uh, only twice. Only twice. I just read that. Only twice has a team that was in that first rankings in week seven or eight when the college football playoff sure. rings them out. Only twice has the number one uh, not made the playoffs. Yeah, and that was Ole Miss. Uh, and that was a, a while ago. Long time. 2014, yep. Mississippi State. It was Mississippi State didn't make it. And then Tennessee a couple of years ago yeah, in 2022. They, they, did, they didn't make it either. Um, real quick, we had a little shakeup at the top on the Heisman yeah. uh, on some books. Not all, but Penix Jr. fell back behind J.J. McCarthy. It's basically kind of a pick Yeah, I uh, just saw that on the Warhorse app as well. Yeah. Uh, you're looking at plus 235, plus 240 between yeah. the two guys. The thing right here, Andy, that real quick I want to go to, Michael Penix Jr. should be the outright winner of the Heisman Trophy already. <laughs> he has almost 3,000 <laughs> yards passing, 24 touchdowns, and a QBR of 83. When you look down, all the way down to J.J. McCarthy, yeah. this guy barely has 1,800 yards passing and 18 touchdowns. Jeez. It does not stack up, even though they've been blowing these teams out. Penix Jr. should be the overall hype man for the Heisman Trophy, <laughs> and J.J. McCarthy should be 4 or 5. People are jazzing up this Michigan team a little bit too much, I believe, and I I do believe they're going to drop one of these games at Penn State or Ohio State, and it'll shove J.J. McCarthy all All the way out the door. He does not have the stats to back it up, and four or five of these guys are, are, are... Way above him, but Penix Jr. is through the stratosphere right now. But he will be running through it. He has three top 25 opponents right in a row coming down the line. So it's it's anybody's game right now. But if you can get you know a plus 300, a plus 400 on Penix Jr., do it. Well, here, here's what it is. You know, the Heisman is a beauty pageant. JJ plays in the big house, and yep. Penix Jr. plays. You know, after I already go to bed, for sure. So, and that's that's what's going that's on. That's what here. it is. Uh, but there's, I do like the value there, and I there's a, I mean, all those things you said really can happen. JJ can drop a game, fall out of it. Penix can just keep winning. Yeah, that, that's not a stretch. And uh, one more thing I wanted to touch on, Andy, is a lot of people, a lot of books, a lot of people have been telling me uh-huh. Marvin Harrison Jr. That's he's, where to. That's he's where been moving he's up. been moving up. Yeah. But, yeah. People, do not waste your money on Marvin Harrison Jr. <laughs> the guy is unbelievable and probably the first receiver taken in the NFL draft. Yeah. He only has 889 yards, 8 touchdowns, and 48 receptions. The last wide receiver to win the Heisman Trophy, Devontae Smith, Philadelphia Eagle, had double yards, double touchdowns, yeah. and double receptions. Yeah. So they he barely won that. Devontae right. Smith barely won yeah. that, and he had double stats on everything across the board than Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah. It's just not going to happen for him, even if Ohio State is number one yeah. when this happens. 
probably won't happen either. I, I don't think so. I have to agree with you. It has kind of in recent years. It's more overwhelmingly it's all, quarterback. all quarterback, and this year and we, there's too many undefeated teams with good quarterbacks, with really good quarterbacks. So yeah, I I, I love Marvin uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. Hope he's a Carolina yeah. Panther. Uh, <laughs> he's just not going to win the Heisman. All right, let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is the Stock and Rod Company, an outdoor lifestyle brand for those seeking adventure. Whether it's hunting, fishing, hiking, they got you covered. Visit stockandrod.com to get your wild game on. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL. Where's the line? Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host, and D. Class enjoyed by Gibran the Pipe. <laughs> you got it. You got it. <laughs> and we got a, a a Big Ten parlay here. Yeah, Big Ten parlay Ooh. incoming at the end of this segment. Oh, oh, all right. Well, then let's start with the Big Twelve. I guess let's start with the Big Twelve so we can okay. get into the real stuff. This is a well. This is a top twenty-five this matchup. Is. This is a lot more real than the Big Ten. <laughs> <laughs> Big Ten West, Big Ten anyway. West, anyways. Big Ten East. You got two in the top four. <laughs> pants. Hell yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. That's really good. That's really nice. Okay. We're top heavy. Um, we got Kansas State still yeah. ranked. They're 25th in the nation in most polls. Six and two, Kansas State taking on the seven and one Texas Longhorns. They're ranked seventh in the nation. They're also, I think, seventh in the college football playoff are. rankings. And they're only a four point favorite, though, yeah. at home against the Wildcats. That's a Fox 11 o'clock kickoff. You got yeah. that total there at 49 and a half right now. For sure. The Texas Longhorns should be favored at home. Let, let's just get that out of the way, yeah, yeah. though. But they're getting a little extra sauce here, Andy, because yeah. I believe that they're the more sexier team. You know, case line has come down a lot. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But I do believe that that's what I'm saying is it started out, you know, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Inflated than what it should be. K State doesn't have the household name or the reputation yet, but instead, what they do have is a top twenty offense and a top twenty scoring defense in the country. Mm-hmm. Kansas State has been tripped up twice on the road this season, but I believe the Wildcats are one of the most balanced teams in college football. Okay, and are going to. I might sprinkle a little money line on this. I think Longhorns <laughs> oh, I love drop that. a game, but Literally if you can up. find this at plus four at at plus four or plus four and a half, I am on the Kansas State Wildcats. That money line's at a plus one fifty five, and I don't know what it is, but the Wildcats have Texas's number. They do. They, I mean, it, it just seems like every year. They spoil them. Like, you're almost a little bit more surprised when Kansas State doesn't give them a heck of a For game. Sure. Or goes to overtime. Yeah. Or whatever the case may be. Check this out. Last 19 times that Kansas State has played Texas, the Wildcats are 13-6 and six against the Ooh, spread. Against the spread. I like that. So that's where I'm at with yeah. it. And this... And that's where everybody else is at, too, because this opened. The early line was at minus 8.5 Texas. Yeah, that's eight, easy money. Right there. So, yeah, and you, I mean, you saw a wave of that come in on Monday. For sure. Getting a little closer to kickoff here uh, Thursday. So, of course, that line has moved all the way down to a square four. Still still off that key number of three, though. So, you no still doubt. got that field goal win for Kansas State. How many times have we seen that? The yeah. Wildcats win no, by a field goal. I, I do believe that, you know, even if Texas does win, like you said, it'll be by a field goal right at the end to beat Kansas State. But whenever I can get a team that's this good yeah. on an underdog roll, yeah. you know, that's where I'm clicking in. I'm I, I'm taking it. Give me Kansas State and the points. Yeah, and Texas, they're so worried about their rankings in the college football playoff, <laughs> they should maybe be they a little bit They should worry more. about the Cats and Purple coming to yeah, town. Yeah, I think so. Should we move to a night game? 
Let's do it. SEC. This is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, 645 kickoff. That's going to be on CBS, as a lot of uh, uh, SEC games are. Number 13th ranked in the nation, LSU Tigers taking on Alabama, who's ranked number eight right now. Yeah. Tigers are six and two. Crimson Tide, seven and one. Mm-hmm. Crimson Tide is a three point favorite at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Alabama's playing their best football right now, Andy. Yeah, they are. Uh, seven straight wins, uh-huh. and they have won eight of the last 10 meetings against LSU. Yes, yes, they have. At home, Alabama should be favored. However, however, there's an argument to, made, argument to be made that LSU is the better team from top to bottom in the must. Much more trustworthy quarterback. Uh, the guys in the Heisman rating. Uh, also, LSU hasn't had much winning success against the Tide. It uh-huh. has covered six of the last ten meetings. Uh, I'm getting three points here. Yeah. I believe I'm going with LSU, especially if it stays under that field, uh, above that field goal with the plus yeah. money. So yeah. give me the LSU Tigers. I'm seeing that plus three and a half, and that's where I, I would bet on it. Right. If it gets closer to plus three, you know, you got you got to really look at the Crimson Tide. Yeah, and this is just like the previous matchup where that opening line was around seven, seven and a half. Yeah, yeah, and no boy, doubt. it got bet down in a hurry because everyone's expecting a close game. For sure. And I think you got a lot of folks, um, odds makers that are saying, ooh, wrong team's favored here, period. Yeah. It's just that it was so far on the other side there, and Alabama's hot, and it's at home. I get it. Yeah. It's a night game. I get it. Um, but LSU, talent-wise, and at the most important position, For the sure. quarterback, the trigger man, Jay they, Daniels. Might, yep. they, they might have an edge here o- over Alabama. Yeah, no matter what, in prime time, even if it's a home or away, you go with the best quarterback on the yeah. field, and Jaden Daniels is definitely that. What do you think of this uh, total at 61? I think that is inflated, Andy. I yeah. just do believe that it's a lot of both points. defenses are better than that. Yeah. Um, maybe they haven't yeah. shown it or whatever, but I like both teams to keep this close, and I don't believe it's going to be a shootout. So I would go. I would lead with the under. You leaning with the under? Yep. You know the totals smacked five of the last six games for LSU. Yep. They haven't played Alabama each time. That, that, that is true. Yeah. All righty, should we uh, move on over to the Big Ten? Let's move over to the Big Ten. All right, this is an 11 o'clock kickoff on FS1 up at Sparty. The Nebraska Huskers are a three-point favorite on the road against Michigan State. That total is really, really low at 34.5. Yeah, I'm going to stick with the Big Red here, Uh, but... I don't know. Might be staying away. No, I'm never staying away from no. the Cornhuskers. The Cornhuskers' <laughs> win over the weekend wasn't without problems. Obviously, Nebraska lost yeah. four fumbles and not just 14 first downs on offense. But the defense continues yeah. to play great to get the W for the Cornhuskers. Uh, they just allowed 195 yards, 99 mm-hmm. only 99 passing, Andy, yeah. and had three takeaways. That is 14 or fewer points allowed in three straight game. Special teams touchdown as well. For sure, Andy. That was awesome. For sure. As for Michigan State, they continue to fail, uh, flail in their last outing, compiling just 15 first downs, 299 yards, only 190 passing, two turnovers, and four of 13 
on third down against Minnesota. I mean, that's what happens when your head coach is having phone sex or whatever. Yeah, with a, it's kind of weird. And then you get fired, and but you were supposed to get fired for your bad job, but they couldn't figure out a way, and then they have yeah, they figured so it out. They they figured. <laughs> yeah, I think they're gonna be slapped with a lawsuit just like Northwestern. Probably for sure. a lot of money. This line, interestingly enough, opened up as a Nebraska one and a half point favorite. Yeah. Now Nebraska is a three point favorite, so it's moving up a lot of um, betters where they're they're squares, they're sharps, whoever, the betting public, they believe in the Huskers too here. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And I did get this at one and a half. I still believe it is still good at three, Andy. Uh, Just for the fact that the Spartans have scored 16 or fewer points in five of their last six games. I don't see them doing this against a much better defense than a lot of them that they have played. I I just like the Huskers in this spot. And guess what? A lot on the line for the Huskers. They're at five wins right now. One more puts puts us at Bull eligibility, which we haven't had in yep. so, so long. This is where you need to do it. This is the least competitive team left on our schedule. Got to get it. Got to get it Gotta now get it. if we're going to get it. So I like Nebraska by three. I really liked them by a point and a half. And the old Skurs are on a winning streak, yeah. right? Three games, first time in a long time. Yep. Um, and I really like how Coach Rule has shifted gears and yeah. said, okay, we're going to rush the ball and we're going to play solid deep. We have to lean on our defense. We, we have to. If we're going to win games, it's what we got to do. And that's why the under has smacked five, four of the last five road games. Yeah. You already talked about MSU and their terrible offense. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this this is at 34 and a half and I'm looking at the under. Yeah. I feel the under. I, I do too, Andy, if I had to lean one way or the other. And a big reason for that is Nebraska seems like it's turning on a corner that we play good in the second half. Yeah. Uh, especially yep. in this last game against Purdue. Nebraska held a 21 to 0 edge going into the fourth quarter yeah. and, and cruised to a 30, 31 to 14 win. So I really believe that they can clamp down on this team. Under's yeah. probably going to hit. I believe that the Huskers still have their woes on offense. Yeah. Get about 21 points in this game. Uh, yeah, I hey. call it call it game, call it under. Win ugly, give me the under. That's yep. fine with me. GBR, Let's go do big it. red. All right, Mr. Parlay. Yes. You got a Big Ten Parlay play? I do got the Big Ten Parlay play. (laughs) I got three Big Ten teams. Minnesota at home against Illinois. Uh, Just some money line sitting at a minus 125. I just believe Minnesota is defensively a better team Uh and going to edge out the win at home. I got Nebraska at a minus 145 money line to beat Michigan State straight up. And to round this out, I got... Number 11, Penn State at Maryland, covering a six-and-a-half-point line. Favorite. Yep, favorite at a minus 160. I believe all three of these are likely to hit, putting 25 on this to win 100. The Terrapins, the Turtles, they've been pretty slow out there in Maryland the last couple weeks. I do think Penn State could get the better of them here. Exactly. And just by a touchdown, I think that's definitely going to happen. Like we said, Penn State, number 11 in the nation, still holding on to that college football playoff dream. Uh, Yeah, the Turtles have... Looked very slow in the last three games. All right, so we got Minnesota defending home on the money line. Huskers going on the road, winning out right over Michigan, Michigan State. State with the money line. Then we also got Penn State covering. By six and a half, yep. All right. I, hey, it's hard to argue that one, it's right? It's going to happen. Three-legger. It's going to happen. We can do that. We can do it. Take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is the Nebraska Brewing Company. World class in every glass. Don't go anywhere. This is WT. And welcome back 
everybody to WTL, where's the line? Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host, Andy Class. Enjoy my Jabron. Oh, <laughs> the parlay pounder. You got it. You got it. We gave you the Big yes. Ten parlay. Yes. Now it's time for a player prop NFL one at the end of this segment. I can't wait. <laughs> uh, and I, hey, like it, love it, hate it, whatever. Yeah. I said, don't do a player prop on Travis Kelsey until we had confirmation. You she wasn't in the stands. She wasn't there. And they not only did Travis play like crap, the whole team did. Exactly. They, lost they to need her there. Hopefully she's flying out to Germany for them. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> she, she was overseas. Yeah. Uh, she wasn't in Denver. I forget where the heck she went. Yeah. Hopefully she's in Germany for the Chiefs' sake. You know, I always thought it was crazy enough that I know who the third-string wide receiver is for any random team across the NFL due yeah. to fantasy football. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. now I know Pop culture and <laughs> yep. yeah, where all my pop stars are at, yes, too. Yes, sir. It's just crazy. Oh, and we do have to mention, congratulations to the Texas Rangers. Yeah. First time they're, they're World, Rangers. World Series champions. First time in their uh, storied history. Yeah. Finally, yeah. you know, Pudge and Juan Gonzalez and all those guys can Nolan Ryan. Ho- hold their heads up high. Yeah. They finally got out of the Houston Astros shadow. Congratulations to the Rangers. Yeah, and uh, I mean, and all I like to do is bet road teams in baseball, so that served me real well. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, Seager was on a warpath as as well as yep. uh, Garcia for the Rangers, so it was a lot of fun to watch it. Uh, yeah. Ten straight road games won by the Crazy. Rangers uh, down the stretch. Crazy. Pretty impressive. All right, let's get into the NFL because we got a fun slate here let's to wrap it. things up. The Dallas Cowboys yeah. are heading on over to Philadelphia for a prime time NFC East matchup. The Eagles are flying high, right? Yep. At 7-1. and one. However, they are only a three-point favorite over Dallas. It's just crazy when you look at the tabloids, read stuff, watch ESPN. Yeah. Cowboys are terrible. It's a dumpster fire. <laughs> and the Eagles are can't be beat. Yeah. But they're only a three-point favorite at home. Division rival, always a close game, Andy, yeah. especially, you know, you just think Eagles, Cowboys, you know you're in for a good one. Yeah. Uh, no matter what, Andy, right now, I'm rolling with the over here. I'm seeing it at 46-47. Yep. Uh, yep. These two teams, you know, have solid defenses for sure, but the offenses are just as good, and the over has hit in five of the last yeah. straight meetings, blowing the line out here, you know, more often than not. So uh, I think this game is headed for the 50s at very least, if not don't hit the 60s, so mm. I really like the over here no matter what. Yeah, your best bet here is smacking that For over. For sure. Hey, there's not much not to like about the Eagles and that offense. No uh, doubt about it it. it. it can be powerful, the power rushing attack when they need it. Uh, Hertz is more than capable and has plenty of they really good with, receivers yeah. yep. uh, and a great offensive line, obviously headed by some Jason other Kelsey. Kelsey. Yeah. <laughs> no, they get within five yards, they're getting it in the end zone. It's just what it is. And no matter what, they're third and one, fourth and one. Yeah. They're getting the yard with the tush push. The, isn't that the truth? The story of the NFL. The, the brotherly shove. <laughs> the, the, the brother, just keep on hitting those, <laughs> yeah. those little rhymes. No doubt. Now, this opened <clears throat> up at uh, two and a half. It has been bet up to three. Do you think it's going to keep moving further north, or is it going to stick around that? I, I think it's right at that. I yeah. believe that they think the Eagles will you know, secure the victory right at the end with that field goal. Uh-huh. Um, I, I do like the Eagles here to win at the end, but I'm much more just looking at that uh, that money line at minus 150. I just believe that that's where it's at. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, this can Why be— Why not? 
It yeah. can be a one-point victory, two-point victory. I just believe it's going to be that close of a game that the Eagles yeah. sneak out of there with a field goal. The last five times, the last five matchups between Dallas and Philadelphia, regardless of location, the, yeah. the over has smacked. No doubt. So I, I like your over bet there as well. I love the over and the minus 155 with the Eagles. money line. give me those two. There we go. All right, should we move on to a Sunday night matchup? Yeah. Gonna have a lot. This this is a great this matchup awesome. here. The Buffalo Bills are heading up to Cincinnati to take on the four and three Bengals. Bengals, you know, got off to a slow start. That's just what they do. They do do Didn't that. Didn't they lose like the first three games of the year they went to the Super Bowl yeah. as well? That, relax. I mean, yeah, they're yep. relax, right? Where have I heard that before? <laughs> uh, so this is going to be in Cincinnati. Um, Cincinnati's a two. Two and a half point favorite, depending on where you're looking. I'm looking at a total of 49 and a half. Yeah, Andy. I think I'm going to take a stab with the road team here, with the Buffalo Bills. This is a little bit of an interesting one. The Bengals are playing a comfortable home game, and the Bills get a little extra time to rest and prepare. Buffalo may... You know, just be two and two in their last four, but I think they've been just scoring really well on offense. Josh Allen's been just been on tearing tear. it up yep. with twenty or more points yeah. in six of the last seven outings. Right. It's been a while since the Bills have put up a big total, though, and they've been you know twenty four points or below in each of the last four. I believe this is a yep. this is a time that they really just poured on. As for Cincinnati, they're yep. you know on a pretty nice roll, like we just alluded to. Uh, the Bengals have hit thirty four or more points in the last two of three outings, yeah. you know, which is kind of going against what I'm saying, though. Ultimately, I think it's this will be a reasonably high total mm-hmm. with the Buffalo powering powering out a road cover. I just really yeah. believe Buffalo has the better team rolling right now. It'll be a good game yeah. to watch regardless. One this, of the best. This is one of those interesting lines where when it, when it opened up, Buffalo was a one-and-a-half, two-point favorite. For sure. Now the line is completely flipped where Cincinnati is now catching points. They're a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah. Um, so you're seeing a huge movement that you don't you don't always see that in the NFL like no. you do in the college game. No, you de- you definitely don't. But that's just kind of alluding what I was talking about. Is people? I think people deep down do believe that Buffalo is the better team here. Mm. It's just that the Bengals are at home and they can't be catching points at home. It's just what it is. Yeah, it's yeah. the NFL. You hey. can't be given. Uh, you know. A good as team as the Bengals points at home, or you're going to lose. You know, you're going to lose your money. The Bengals have won four of their last five games, no doubt. Um, and everyone was kind of waiting for the team, that offense especially, to wake up. Yeah. And it appears that they have. Well, you, when you look at those offensive weapons, you're thinking, "What is going yeah, on? What Why? is going on?" You Why? got one of the best quarterbacks in Joe Burrow, yeah. two of the best receivers in Jamar Chase and T. Higgins, and then a very formidable running back with Joe Mixon. So they have a very good offense. I just believe Buffalo is just a little bit better. That's why you know you got to. You got to look at the money line, Andy. You're getting plus money with the Buffalo Bills right now. Yeah, yeah. And that yeah. is my play for the game. I'm looking at a plus 120 on yeah. that money line no right doubt. now, and it opened up at a minus 125 exactly. on that money line. And I, I believe I just had that in front of me. Eight of the last 11 times that these two teams have squared off, the over has smacked. Got to smack that over too, Andy. Yeah. Uh, if, these two if, quarterbacks love to duel too. They love you to know, duel. They if, go back. If and you're forth. getting the total under 50. You're getting a good deal. All righty. Should we move on to Monday night? Let's go Monday night. Monday night football on ESPN. We have the L.A. Los Angeles Chargers uh, playing the New York Jets. And the Jets, believe it or not, they are 4-3. and They have a winning record right now. No doubt about it. Three and a half point 
Underdogs. Underdogs, obviously. Uh, you know, and, and the Jets were an absolute mess last week against the Giants. That was the worst <laughs> football game that I've ever watched. They won, though, right? But three straight wins, Andy, <laughs> is three straight wins, especially in the NFL. Yeah. Obviously, the L.A. Chargers are the more talented team here, but they have a history of playing games down to the wire. Yeah. And they end up losing at the yeah. end a lot of the time. Yeah. The Chargers are also dead last in passing defense, 24th in scoring defense. The Jets' defense is sure to give Herbert and company issues. Oh, yeah. I love the Jets at plus 3.5 at home. Give me that Jets' defense to cover this spread. There we go. And this has been bet up because this opened up at 1.5. Now no it's doubt. all the way up to 3.5, and, and now you're starting to see that value. For sure. If it starts coming back down, do you have a cutoff point in mind at all? Yeah, no, 3.5 is the cutoff point, Andy, because okay. the, the Chargers more than likely win this game by a field goal. Uh, but this Jets team is going to keep it close. Oh, yeah, they always no, do. No doubt about it. And the Jets crowd also shows up. And you yeah. should expect no different on Monday night. The Chargers never play in front of a crowd, so it's going to be a little <laughs> bit of a surprise to them. And, you know, we saw it against the opener in Buffalo. That crowd definitely gets into it. The yeah. Jets will have their chance to win this game outright. Give me give me the Jets. You're give talk- me the Jets. You're talking about that defense for New York, and you can't deny that. Um, this total is only at 40. Yeah. 40. Um, and the under has smacked nine in the last 12 games uh, in, for the New York Jets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you looking at that under at all? It's just a risky play, Andy, it here is. because one it or is. two things can happen. Uh, you know, the Jets' defense plays really well, and Zach Wilson doesn't do very mm-hmm. well on the other side of the ball, and that under's going to hit no matter what. Yeah. Or the Chargers are firing all cylinders and bust over 40 points it's with easy ease. over. So yeah. it, I. I would bet on the under just because I'm on the Jets' side, no matter what. Uh, So I would lean on the under, but I'm going to sidestep that one for sure. You know, a lot of these score predictors have the Jets out front winning this. uh, And if you add up the two totals, right, they're well over 40. I'm talking about by six or seven points over that 40. So, man, if I... Yeah, just I'll probably sidestep it too because there's not a, a clear edge one way or the other. But I'd probably look at the over it's, here. It's a low point total, so you definitely have to look yeah, at the over. I'm probably looking at the over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of players, Mister Parlay, yeah, you yeah, got yeah, yeah. a parlay play? Yeah, I do, Andy, and it's three players that you know. I like to bet on uh-huh. quite frequently. Okay. I got Terry McLaurin's Jerry Scary Terry against the New England Patriots. He's a commander's wide receiver over mm-hmm. four and a half receptions this week. Sam Howell has He's been throwing yeah. the yeah. ball like crazy. I like Terry with five receptions at least. The other one I'm going with is TJ Watt over 0.75 sacks. He's going to eat up. <laughs> one sack. He's Get going one. to yeah. eat up Will Levis and the Tennessee okay. Titans. Probably going to have three sacks this game, but just give me one, and you're hitting that. Yeah, and yeah. then I got two attack of Iloa, over one and a half touchdowns. He is going oh. to put it in the air over there in Frankfurt, Germany. So run it back. I got Terry McLaurin, over four and a half receptions. TJ Watt, over 0.75 sacks. Tua, tag of Iloa, over uh, one and a half touchdowns. Put them all together, plus 371. Putting $25 on this to win 117. 117 for a $25 bet. And man, those feel pretty darn good. I like those and, right now. And we just we just celebrated <laughs> Halloween, and you're saying, 
Scary Terry. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. Come on. And yeah. Tua, Tua's throwing for two scores. We talked about how that's going to be a high-flying affair. Yeah. A lot of touchdowns are going to be lighting up the scoreboard uh, overseas for that kind of a primetime no showcase type Got of you. game. And we already talked about how the Steelers are going to get after that young quarterback. They are. That's going to be a sack for sure, right? I believe uh, even two half sacks gets you there. So no matter what, he's going to be involved. This is TJ Watt, probably the best defender in the game, going against a rookie quarterback that's going to have happy feet yeah. in his first prime time start. The parlay pounder, folks. He's Let's giving go. it to you again. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> well, that'll about do it for us this week. Be sure to follow us on ESPN, Tri-City Radio, and their Facebook uh, page. We love to put out those short videos yeah. and get that interaction with you guys. Uh, and then on our Twitter handle, we always like to get some content out there, sure. short videos uh, and things of that nature. And then please, if you haven't already, Think about subscribing to our YouTube channel. That's been growing. We are over 2,000 subs right now, and we appreciate each and every one of you guys for making that happen. You also got those free daily picks over on TikTok. No doubt. Uh, Definitely look for those TikTok picks on primetime games. We got them every week. For Jabron, the Parlay Pounder, I'm Andy Klassen. Thank you for listening. This has been WTL. 